This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Little bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Yankees win! Again, but thanks for noticing. Are you a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, yeah, Live at Five. five. Yeah. Hey now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's the Live at Five show for the end of the day, Friday the 13th. Yep, some of you probably just, oh my goodness, all day has been Friday the 13th. Thank God I didn't kick that black cat. Better yet, better. Uh, I'm glad that black cat didn't kick me. Poor black cats. Just can't hang around anywhere, especially this time of year. Bad day for them, right? Anyway, it was snowing. And it was slick. I can't remember which day of the week it was. It was this week or last week where people were calling. I think it was Wednesday. It's not quite as bad as that day, but it's, it's slick. In fact, I was on 81 about half an hour ago. And some poor slob is in the middle of the uh, median there. I don't know how that happened. They were driving a, a relatively new car, too, but um, they're okay. Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. Ever, ever, ever like, you know, see someone? You know, hey, man, this is awful. This is like a Seinfeld moment. But you ever, like, uh, see someone on the side of the road and, and maybe something just happened? It's not one of those things where they're on fire or anything. It's where, you know, and then you just, like, you weigh the differences. Like, well, you know, the game is on. <laughs> it's awful. Anyway, uh, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the live at five show. We got somebody, probably Jason Trainer. Hi, who's this? Hey, it's Trina. Oh, Trina, how you doing, Trina? Long time no speak. Well, um, I'm okay. Um, I just wanted to real quick because I know we took up a bunch of your time the other day, um, and I'm not listening to the show right now because you know I have to wait for it to post to News Junkie. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to speak to the mayor's comments real quick. Yeah. from what he said this afternoon. You know, he came on and he's like, oh, this is New York State. Where do you think property destruction lies? Okay, we're not asking New York State to care. We're asking for the city of Watertown to care. Hmm. And just by him making an arrest, arrest her, let her go, whatever, at least at that point, we can publicly, you know, reveal her name, protect other landlords, and send a message to these people who are all Facebook friends. They right. all know how to skirt the system. They're already out there doing it right now. Right. Um, so, you know, if they would do that mm. or fill out the one-page little thing that we gave the police right. back in uh, August, yeah. we went out and made a one-pager. The officer reports to the scene, writes down what he saw. We send it in. Now we get our insurance money, right. a $30,000 bill, now becomes, 
you know, the deductible. Okay, so that's let me. Let, let, no, well, that's a big. That's a bit. That's a tall order, though, because you're, you're basically asking a little bit of of you know Orwellian, you know, uh, 1984 style stuff, and that's okay. And here's here's well, he, he, no, 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 Trina. Let me let me let me explain. Because back in the day, and it, it was it's it's been so long since I've seen one, but it wasn't. Anyway, when someone bounced a check a couple of times at a local liquor store or grocery store, you know what they would do? They would put a picture of the person right at the cash register, almost to shame them. Uh, so, it, you know, well, and, and maybe, again, it's, yeah, it's, not, it's almost I, like you're I'm saying the same that, thing. Yeah. You know, the other thing is, is, oh, you know, so on the mayor's thing was people are pushing other people into platforms and, you know, in New York State, and they're being let go. Okay, that's great. Why did somebody who stole a bottle of liquor from their golf course get arrested? A $20 bottle of liquor garnered an arrest. And which golf course was that, if I dare ask? Which golf course was Uh, that? I don't remember which story it was. I think it was the Watertown Golf Course. Okay. (laughs) Some girl was up there who had worked there, and she had some other political something. I I don't remember the whole entire story because, you know. Um, but she got arrested. She stole a bottle of liquor, twenty dollar yeah. bottle of liquor. Right. Got arrested the same day she did it. Right. Send a message to her. Right. Well, okay. Forty thousand dollars in property damage and admitted I stole a thousand dollar mirror. Yeah. And she doesn't get arrested. By the way, There's nothing else. Arrested well, did, for property. Someone, someone. I don't know if you heard the call afterwards, Trina, but someone called in and said that that particular individual that you're talking about, I believe she's twenty seven years old. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I believe so. Total yeah. train wreck. Bartender. Bartender. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, they yeah. said she uh, she has power. She got, she borrowed power tools at a new place. Any reason why she might have gotten that? Oh, are you talking? So you're talking about the tenant that uh, Bill had over on his Monday Street apartment. Oh, okay. Sorry. Maybe I thought it was the same yeah. one. So, yeah. So uh, she did. She posted on her social media that she was looking for DeWalt power tools that she had. You know, and a picture of it with a circular saw. Right. What, what do you need that for? Well, I don't know. Obviously, you are <clears throat> trying to cut more holes. But we do know no from bodies. the <laughs> landlord that she subsequently went to, yeah. she did cause damage to their to their apartment to the tune of 15000 But, Trina, I guess, and again, I don't know what Jeff, uh, Mayor Jeff Smith said today, and, and that's what you're you know responding to, but I don't know what to say other than the fact that... Um, you, you you know better than anyone what you're up against when you make investments like right. you and you know your husband are planning on doing, which is great because if anything, yesterday's show probably persuaded like anyone who was thinking about it not to do it. You know, I mean, if, if people wouldn't get the idea that yesterday was a clear sign that even if though you have the heart of gold like you do, you want to you know reach out to people who can't afford to live in Watertown, New York anymore, where the average rent seems to be at least $800, $900. That's a lot of money. There's no doubt about it, particularly on the is. household incomes that you and I shared. Uh, but uh, again, it's, it's so many things you're going to be able to do. Um, you know, I, I don't even know if Jesus Christ can help right, our housing situation up know, here, to at, tell you the truth. At some point, you know, somebody there has got to stand up. We're not the only landlords that have the problem. They just don't want to be in the you know, in the crosshairs. But they don't want to have to deal with No, it. I know. And I and think when you let yeah. you know, when you let two or three individuals, the upper echelon, decide the fate of Watertown right. by price fixing their point, well. you know, basically pricing out the people that you actually need mm-hmm. in your city to do the things right. like clean the tables, mop the floors, right. fix the toilet. Right, right. You know, no, you no, are no. pricing yourself out 
and you're basically killing a community. No, I don't. I don't see it that way, Trina. Twenty-four percent of the population with a bachelor's degree or higher. Right, I agree. Right, but we still have four. I mean, so, again, we we could be Ogdensburg, you know, but we have Fort Drum, and Fort Drum pays much better than they did thirty years ago, and that's why yeah, developers that's are seeking that audience right now. That's all you know. That's all that's I can say true. about that. But if you look at the soldiers, and to answer your question from yesterday, you need to be an E9 or higher to afford the rent in Watertown. Well, For every E9, you've got thirty, or you've got three thousand. Or 3, yeah, no, but bear in mind, a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of them double. But Trina, Trina, a lot of them double up. So that's roommates. You they know? do. And I remember because I rented an apartment in the you know late nineties in Watertown, going to school and working at O'Toole's and. You know, I know they do. Right. I know they double up. Right. But the the point remains, you're allowing certain individuals to price everybody out of the market. Right. And you're killing your town. Well, I mean, you know, you, you again. You need to have, if, you know, you've got the Sewell's Island construction coming. I know there's big plans for a whitewater rafting thing, this and that. Right. Where are the people that are going to work in those facilities? Mm-hmm. Where are they going to live? Well, right now they're they're living they're living right next door in what was eight hundred one housing. A lot of that <laughs> existing infrastructure right. is is part of that you know, community you're talking about where they can afford it. And not to mention, there's a lot of other buildings. And now I say eight hundred nine hundred dollars. There's a lot of places that are less than that, but they're living somewhere. But there's t- there's a higher percentage of that crowd. And I hate to say this because we used to refer to where's that crowd now. They're usually the crowd that would shut down a bar within three weeks because of this, that, and the other They're thing. They're at the Salvation Army. Yeah. Staying in your warming center is where they are. Right. But They're sitting there packing you, up two you, families right. to a two-bedroom because they can't afford to stay. No, I, I agree. It's You know what? It, this this time, if, if there's one way we're going to get rid of poverty, we're just going to uh, purge everyone out because it's going to be t- too expensive to live here, despite the fact that we don't have high-paying jobs to begin with. It, that's, an inter- that's like an oxymoron right there in itself. But a lot of it has to do with the professional hub of the, of the region and Fort Drum. Therefore, the developers are going to go where the money is. Solar's to it. Right. I, developers yeah. are going to go where the money is. Yeah. And that is a true valid point. Yeah. But you've also got developers who... You know, want to do and actually affect change right. in the community yeah. and better other people's lives. I agree. Which is all we're trying to do. High ideals, um, um, Trina, and I love what you're they trying are to high do. They, they, they really are, and I know you. You want to come back to your community like your husband, and that's very, very noble, very highly honorable. But at this point, it seems like that this city is going in another direction. It does, but the bare minimum basic thing no, I know. that the city I get of Watertown can do, I get which Jeff Smith commented, we don't, you know, we're talking to the police. We don't know what, who did the destruction. There were people coming in and out of that apartment. Great. It's the leaseholder who is responsible for every single person that comes in that apartment. Um. They are responsible for their actions. By, by the way, they are a guest in that person's home. Just to give you an example, I mean, you know, we're, you know, because a lot of people listen to the show, um, there are literally people out there that are developers that are changing Watertown right now. That in fact, and, and they I, are. And no, 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 Trina, 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 job. you got to listen to me. That's one one criticism I have of you. Got to listen. There's a guy that that probably owns more units up here north of the throughway than anyone else, and he still cleans toilets. He's still cleaning them out. He's still doing stuff, and he's still taking people's laundry out that you know, or garbage. You know, there, there's there's people doing this stuff, and they understand if they go to that route. And believe me, a lot of these guys have have dealt with low income and whatnot. And it's a horrible mm-hmm. thing to to put them all into the same umbrella. 
like I say, oh, they're all the same way. But, you know, at the end of, you know, really, it's this, this 24 hours in a day. And to be a babysitter to a bunch of people that can't afford anything more than four or $500 a month, as opposed to, you know, making real money back on your investment with people that are responsible and will pay $800 to $1,100, that's, that's where they want to be. But, but these same guys are still cleaning the toilets. And by the way, one other comment, right. because people are listening to us and, um, and just, uh, you know, don't forget, Glenn, all of the jobs. This is just texted to me, by the way, Trina, because people listen. Don't forget all the jobs yeah. in the area, the jobs in Fort Drum, the jobs at City Hall. People are not working. Uh, and, and again, we're, we're in a post-COVID environment. So as your counsel, as your advisor, Trina, I would say that if you have $4 million, and, 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 and pardon me for bringing that up because you did bring up that figure, I'm saying, yeah. you know, let's let you know, let's look at a, a a portion of that and go for the middle road. Don't go for what you're looking at right now because it's a very, very, uh, I don't, it's 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 an investment that might well, backfire on you. That, that, that figure, um, you know, when you throw it out there, it's not all for. No, I know, but it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. You're talking about multiple it, units, it flipping old money, houses. But there's also a business plan that goes along with it that has successfully rehabilitated number of communities sure. here where I live. Uh, but when the nor- we're, we're, but but, he, but but one thing is I got to say one more thing then I got to go Trina. This is a blue state. This is a blue state and blue state politics are screwing up the possibility that you're offering to bring to this community because you, you, again a noble effort but within 6 months if not sooner after you start getting in, involved with New York politics and and the fact that the the tenants have more power than you do you you're going to want to you you're going to want to jump out of this state as quickly as as you can that's all i can tell you it's a horrible place well, to do I business with i appreciate that but you know terrible I'm, place. I'm not wondering thanks to Kathy Hochul that pig. Sorry. I'm not one to run from a fight, Glenn. So I get I that. I get that. But, Trina, stay in touch. Uh, if anything comes I about, will. and just give us a shout. And I appreciate your phone call. Oh, you have a great day. You too. That's uh, Trina from Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, Texas. You're on the air. Hello, Glenn. I want to share with you an observation, and I think you're probably seeing the same thing. What's that? Go ahead. Did we lose him? You there? All right, we lost him. I don't know where he went. What's the, what's the matter with that buzz? Let me see. Is, is this, are we still having a problem with the mic? I'm going to switch microphones here. See what's going on. Dip, 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 dip. All right, let's see. Uh, boy, that sounds much better. There's something up with that microphone. I don't know what it is. I'm going to move over here. No one's here. Right? Is anyone here? Is anyone in the building? Dip, 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 dip. All right, uh, that gentleman, we lost him for some reason. So, um, but uh, before I go into the com- our first commercial break here, I just want to remind people uh, that the, the, we do have uh, the, a big, big poster of Mayor Jeff Graham in his bar, uh, pub on Pearl Street. And now I'm popping my peas. I'm going to switch microphones. God, I'm a train wreck. Did I? Dip, 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 dip. Let me turn this one off. All right, that's better. Popping my peas. Don't want to do that. And um, so I, someone sent me a picture already. There's a ton of photo, uh, check that, autographs on this uh, poster. So if your name is not on there and you want to pay tribute to Jeff and wish him well in his recovery, uh, right at his place of business, which looks great, uh, just as you walk into the pub on Pearl Street, go l- swing left and you'll see Mayor Jeff Graham with that swagger look on his face uh, as he was running for mayor at the time. Uh, you know, as, uh, as a renewal, at least, of his uh, mayorship back in 2015. So it's not an old, old photo. 
Looks very good. He's on Public Square. Uh, that particular photo is 36 by tw- whatever. It's, it's three feet high. And then we have this huge border around it on all sides. And that's where you can pick up either a gold or a silver marker and sign your name. And uh, I can't wait. Actually, I did send that picture of the picture of Jeff to Jeff. <laughs> and they seem to have appreciated it. So let's do this. We lost that last caller for some reason. And uh, let's do a commercial break. Wait, this is doubling up. And we will be back right after this. Who calls you back when you really need... Yeah. All right, by the way, um, big announcement, and I have, I have failed to talk about this in recent days, but it's this Friday, uh, Saturday. Check that. What's the matter with me today? It's Sunday, Glenn. Wake the frig up. Watertown Area Boxing Club fundraiser, Greg Sorrentino, dinner and meet and greet. That's this Sunday. Uh, at Pete Tra- uh, Pete's Restaurant. <clears throat> That's uh, 111 Breen Avenue, right off Coffee Street, right at the foot of the Arsenal Street Bridge across from Big Apple. It's a meet and greet. It's at 4 p.m. Dinner is at 5. Limited seating. Pre-sale only. Dinner, just $25. $25? I spent, I spent almost that just for, you know, a burger today at a drive-thru. Plus takeout, $20. So it doesn't matter if you go there or not. All the... Uh, this is going towards uh, the, the Watertown Area Boxing Club. That's Greg. Um, no. What is it? John Pep. we got a lot of peps around town. So anyway, John's got this big fundraiser. It's uh, Mr. Morger's place. It's called it's Pete's Restaurant, but it's been the legacy and so forth. Jeff Morger owns it. Uh, and one of the more popular restaurants in town, family-owned right there. You know, we often talk about uh, our, you know, the family restaurants that you see on TV. You know, the Saburo family, Michael John's place, you know, you know the, the new place here, the craft place, uh, <clears throat> Coleman's. But then you can't forget Pete's place. Or should I call it the right name? The Trattoria. Tr- Tr- Am I saying that right? Anyway, uh, that's the big event going on this Sunday, starting at 4 o'clock. Uh, food served at 5. It's all for a good cause. Let's go to the phones and see who's there. You've been waiting for a while. Thanks for waiting. Huh? You're on the air. Hey, it's Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray, what's happening? Did you get your garage cleaned up? Uh, my what cleaned up? Sorry. Your garage, garage. You get your, you know, everything picked up so you, yeah. you're all set? Or yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, uh, I don't have a garage, but I have everything cleaned up. Yeah. I wish I had a garage. Yeah. yeah. Why do you ask? Well, I got one. I got one. I didn't have any uh, secret documents out there. Ah, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> You know what's amazing about that story is because back in 2020, they went over to his house in Delaware. This is Joe Biden, of course. And they show him driving this. What, what, what is that crazy Ray? A 57 Corvette? It's a Corvette. Yeah. Corvette. yeah Very old, nice Corvette. Yeah, beautiful Wish Corvette. Wish I had one, you know. Yeah, and he's backing it up. It's a uh, It's forest green. It's backing it up. And, and the New York Post pointed it out that the actual documents are shown in that video. And it's so right. close to the door. And he says, well, I have it locked. And, and it's it's like... You know, the overhead door company has better doors than, the, than he did. It's got glass. No one wanted these documents anyway. They're making a big deal. But Crazy Ray, let me just say something. Did you happen well, to... I guess, they're what they're, I guess the documents is the, the hearsay is they're about the Ukraine. You know, I'm sure. Or, or China or something. No one's looking for them. I don't really care what they found in Mar-a-Lago. But the hypocrisy, you know, Danny might call in. The Joy Bahars of the world downplay it. Doesn't really matter. So it's an oversight. He didn't know Trump was much worse. He tried to keep it from everyone, which is totally untrue. Uh, but you know, really, what, what, what's happening though, Crazy Ray and and Tucker Carlson brought this up last night. And by the way, Glenn Curry said this during the whole Chris Cuomo thing that he was expendable. He's a white guy from Europe, 
that's redundant. Uh, he's he's done his course. He's done his thing. He's 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 slap happy with the young girls. Let's get rid of them. And they're doing the same thing to Joe Biden. They're setting up everything for him to fail this point well, going forward. Know, my, and my Gavin Newsom's Joe, the guy. Mr. President Joe Biden is what? What else does he forget? Uh, well, um, that's one thing things. that scares me. Is what is he? You know. I can I can live with him putting paperwork out in his garage and reading it and then right. looking at the vet and saying and totally forgetting it's there, right? Sure, sure. Right. But, but but I can't live with the fact that what is he what else is he forgetting on a daily basis? Uh everything. But crazy Ray, just bear in mind, he is not running the country. He's not running the country. He's not. And and uh what's his name? Ron Klain is, along with Barack Obama, his wife, and uh Valerie Jarrett. Uh, and who oh, can I, forget I totally uh, agree Schumer? With you. He yeah. is not the president. Obama is still the president. But exactly. He, oh, exactly. Oh, Barack totally Obama is in his that. third term. Yeah. And now they just want to get rid of the old man, put him on a slab of ice, and let him go. He did his job. He didn't want to be president anyway. He wanted to make money with his crackhead son. And all the people, all the Democrats that went into the field back in 2020, including the Warrens and, and, the, and the Bloombergs and the Hookers and all, whatever, Klubachar, they failed miserably, not to mention Kamala Harris and others. They failed miserably, so they had to bring the, uh, the old man back from the mothballs. And, and he probably told them, he says, if you want me to do this, you're going to have to protect me from my son because the FBI already has his, his they, they were, has already been exposed at that point. That his laptop was exposed, and so Joe Biden well, said, "Look, right? No, no, he didn't run at all. Yeah, the they, no, no, he, he, exactly. But he didn't want to run. Years from now, we're going to find out about this. But for me, it's painfully obvious. Remember, Joe Biden got into the race way late. He did not want to run. He didn't run in 2016. Oh, he, was point, he, he, he didn't run in 2016. He, he gave that honor to uh, to Hillary Clinton and then went off into the sunset with his crackhead son. And then the other people couldn't get a, a, a share or one percentage point of acceptance by the by the public. And they said, we got to bring Joe back here because it's the closest thing to Barack Obama. And it's the only one that they'll trust. And then he came in there, so he laid it out. Boy, poor, I got this problem. Watched, um, poor Heraldo on Fox, they're all eating him up. Yeah, well, <laughs> to, Geraldo, I don't know what happened they're to Geraldo. No, I don't know what happened to him. You know, I remember. I don't either. He used to be a straight shooter. I, I never, I didn't always agree with him, but yeah. but he now he just seems like he's a robot or something. No, he's, he's angry. Place. He's just angry. He's still got good hair, though. I got to admit that. I remember he seeing him. He looks good, but he, but he <laughs> looks totally. Great. Oh my God, what is up with him? Well, some... I mean, they were just they were just showing those uh, five hundred dollar a night rooms that the that the. People from Mexico were just destroying, and they wouldn't eat the food. They threw it all out in the hallway and they, really? everything else. And he said it was cool. <laughs> he said it. He was, he, he, and tried to, I mean, they, I think they wanted him to leave the room. He, he was okay with it. You're saying? Yeah, he was good with it. Yeah, he said. He said stuff like this happened. Right, right. I guess he's and just trying to be the devil's like, advocate. What? You know. <laughs> I, I think some people. I mean, like Rob Schneider, for instance, was on the uh, Hannity show today. One of them. And he was a guy that just chose to say, look, my audience now is a conservative audience because I don't want to go woke. I, w- I did that with Saturday Night Live. I don't well, want to do that anymore. Going woke right now is a bad thing. You, I've told you, I think I told you about that, how these companies that all went woke, they're going down. Right. Well, yeah, but don't forget. Woke. The one up at the mall, <laughs> the, the one that sells pink uh, lingerie, they're, that company's Going down the, I mean, not so much maybe the local one. But yeah, right. No, uh, the head company's going right down the down the river. Um, forgetting their name, yeah. And of course, they got a new CEO, a female in there, and she got rid of all the supermodels with their skinny leg, baloney legs, uh, and their cute little butt buttocks walking down, looking like butterflies. And she decided to get uh, size twelve people in there. And the woman from the well, uh, from the men. soccer, yeah, and men as well. <laughs> and she was fired, and she had to resign. Yeah, and their stock went down thirty yeah. percent. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Victoria's Secret. People don't. I mean, you know, generally, I don't. I sometimes I think I might look good in one of the outfits, but I don't. I don't buy. No, no. You but know? she wanted you to buy it because. According to her. Yeah, but I don't, though. Anyway, of course not crazy, right? And neither do you. I no. mean, I noticed you go by and you look, but you of don't. Of course, you know, you think, yeah. Oh, it might look good in that. What, well, when the mannequins yeah, look better really than... When the mannequins look better than the people, then you've got to start worrying about society, if you know what I'm talking about, Crazy Ray. But anyway, uh, so Crazy Ray, uh, do you have any bad tenants near you? Just curious where, where you are in Watertown. Do you have any of that issue or what? No, no, because I live in the trailer park now. <laughs> do you really? So... So, yeah, so everybody's cool here. <laughs> uh, are you are you are you serious? I thought you were still living on Water Street. No, I'm not living there. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. That's the things you learn on a on a Friday afternoon. Crazy Ray, I got to go. I, yeah, go ahead. You know, it's, you, you hit on something that I'll talk to you later on about sometime. No, that's okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks, Crazy Ray. I'll talk to you. All right. Uh, I didn't know uh, Crazy Ray left. To tell you the truth, I didn't know that. Unless he was kidding. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. About the woman there calls in about wanting to invest and I think some of these people especially from out of town they look at it like it's too much of a they really think they're going to strike it rich and buy these properties and live out of state and and that's it's, it's really it's never the case I mean if you look I looked at that Facebook page yeah yeah and the one guy there he just over and over and over again we you didn't learn your lesson like the first ten times. What? And the one thing I mean, there's a yeah. reason there's a reason people like Brian Murray and Jake Johnson are successful. Mm-hmm. It's because they have their own hands in it. They're here. Right. They right. They have their own guys in it. They're right. not just sitting in a different state. Right. Like many working do. Working a different job and paying some schmo schmuck property management company. company yeah. Sure. Maybe look at the place. Right. Right. And you can't. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> and you need to do inspections of places. Yeah, and, and they're and, talking about they weren't allowed to do inspections. That's that's not true. I did inspections for Washington Street properties monthly. And, and, and let me and, let, let me interrupt only only because Trina, you know, she 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 has some unkind words to some of the developers around here. God, you, can you imagine what this town would look like with the with the young developing dollars that we're seeing in the last five six years? Can you imagine what this place would look like? We'd look like friggin' Messina right now without the investments no, we're seeing. That's from, what I mean. They've done amazing jobs, but they stay involved in what right, they're doing. Right, right, right. Yeah, they, they have their own own hands in it. They're not just oh my, that's a cheap house because they think it's cheap because they're in a different state. Sure. Look, look, I, I, I got in trouble with a guy. I won't mention his name. Hopefully, he's not going to hear this. But he's a well-known guy. He's in the medical field, and he was a slumlord. He was a slumlord for many, many years. And, and, I, and I said that one day I, I, I was sitting in for Jeff or whatever it was. Maybe I was doing the lot. I can't remember. It was years ago. And he says, Glenn, I thought we were friends. I'm like, uh, yeah, but seepers, creepers, you got them. You're living out in a palace, and yet you're allowing people to live in really nice neighborhoods uh, right next to, you know, lowlifes. That's, that's not responsible. It's not. And a lot of a lot of outside, and he was living in this area. But the, you're right. A lot of the investors and a lot of people that own these rental properties, they don't live here. They, they don't even want to live here. They, it's some bank. It's Wells Fargo. It's some guy living in Virginia in Florida. Uh, they're not going to pay attention to someone's toilet or whether or not there's, the grass is too high. They just want to get that extra three, four hundred dollars a month from every unit that they sell to these people. It's very sad. Very, yeah. very sad. Yeah. I mean, um, they did take a. COVID did kind of screw a lot of them. Uh, it did. And there's no doubt about it. I mean, I'm shocked. Here's the thing. You know, money <laughs> money makes you crazy, especially if it's not coming in when it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? In other words, if yeah. you if you got, so let's say you're just, you know, on the side over the years, you, you and your family, 
uh, they, they bought a couple of duplexes and you have four different units that you rely on that three, maybe four or $5,000 a, a month to come into your bank account so that you can pay the taxes and, and, and keep a, a living. Can you imagine going 18 months without a dime and trying to go in there? And they won't even, in some cases, like Trina said, they wouldn't even allow them to go in there because they were emboldened not only not to pay for uh, oh, two years or so, but not even let you near their house. And, and, and that, that's, that, whole, uh, that whole ideology has spread not just for people refusing to pay their rent, but also in so many other areas. And we see resistance you around know, there, cops. There, that yeah. was an exception. You can evict people mm-hmm. um, because I do pest control. So let's say they won't let me in. Right. They, what, what some of the property companies will do is that, that becomes a, uh, a health and sanitation issue. Sure. And they can usually get people. I don't know how what the rules were really during COVID as much or how that worked, but mm-hmm. I know they had a lot of still had a lot of trouble getting people out. Yeah, but right. As of right now, as of right now, uh, they can evict people. Yeah, but you know, like, where, where does where, where does that get us? I mean, you know, look, I know you that that. I mean, the businesses have been evicted in recent months. You see someone's couch on Stone Street. You know, that's not. So again, I I know it's all comes down to dollars and cents. But what, I mean, you know, here it is, I'm criticizing Trina to some degree, like, oh, we're in New York State, you shouldn't invest here. But she makes a good, valid point. Not everyone makes $50,000 or more, and they got to live somewhere. But unfortunately, there's a percentage of that low, lower cost, low cost income people that give the rest of them a bad name. And that's why people don't want to really deal with that. And can you blame them is the question. You really can't. No. No, and, and there, there does need to be more affordable there, there is, but we have them. Well, that's the thing. The people from out of state need to realize that the slum house they bought is, should be four hundred bucks a month, and it's not the fifteen hundred that there, what they saw in pictures from other places. There's a house, for instance, on Academy Street. It was built in the 19th century. You could tell it's that style. You could tell it from from looking at it. Of course, it's Academy Street, and it's 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 got the old asbestos type of shingles. It's brown. They look like at one point they they were going to fix it, and then they stop. The doors. Or two of the place, or the original doors, they're always open. There's kids' stuff all over the place. It's a decent neighborhood, but that block is such a blemish. It's such a cancer. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, it's a block up from me. I live on Academy. You too. live on Academy. So it's the, <laughs> it's, you're going away from town. It's on the left-hand side. There's a million houses like it, built in the 1880s. I know exactly the style, Doric-style, beautiful home in its day. Probably had 20 kids in there be- before the turn of the 20th century, born there. And now it's a friggin' just a flop house it looks like crap it really does i, I don't know who yeah, owns that place that whole street that and boyd street that whole neighborhood yeah i don't know i don't know how people could sleep at night knowing that oh yeah i'm making a profit on a building i haven't put a freaking dime in for the last 20 years i don't know how that happens and yet some business tries to put up a new sign or an a-frame or something to entice people to come into their oh no you can't do that oh no no you can't you can't steal a bottle of wine that's, that's a president here. We can't do that. I'm going to send you to jail and put your name on, on News Junkie for doing it. And yet you can trash someone's place and $40,000 later, you can still... And then all of a sudden this woman's looking for power tools? Doesn't that seem strange to you? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm highly surprised the police couldn't uh, yeah, the, the, arrest somebody in that. And here's another thing. Who wants to be a landlord? Who wants to be a police officer anymore? Who? Who the freak wants to be a police officer anymore with the stuff you got to deal with right now? And if somehow or other you did, uh, you know, uh, use your gun inappropriately and someone get, you know, the state and or municipality you represent, they're not even going to come to your aid. Oh, no, that's your decision. You, okay, you thought it was a stun gun, but, you know, you should have known better. You're going to jail for 10 years. Who wants that? Huh? Dealing with people that yeah, resist I, arrest all the time? 
God bless them for doing it, by the way. Jeepers, creepers. We need more cops, that's for sure. But it's a tough, it's a tough battle to, to convince people. Hey, uh, were you a friend of, uh, uh, were you a fan rather of Lisa Marie Presley? No. Neither was I. The way people treat her death yesterday was, it was almost like, you know, Shirley Temple died at 12 years old. I said, like, come on, she had a tough life. What can you do? Celebrity, yeah, it just, sucks. It's, it's, it's more conspiracy. It's just trying to make a thing out of everybody's death. Yeah, I just think she, you know, she, she had a poor, she had a terrible life. And, and and then her son uh, committed suicide a couple of years ago. She looked like death the other night at the uh, the Golden Globe Awards, and it's no surprise that she had passed almost hours after uh, being there on TV. Just a sad, sad thing. But what are you going to do? Some people treat it. Oh, this is a tragedy. No, she died. She didn't take care of herself. So here it is. Got to stay away from that stuff. What can I tell you? Money makes you crazy. That's all I can tell you. Well, thank you, my friend. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ron. Uh, and you're on the uh, Live at Five show, whatever this is called. You're on the air. Hey, good man. What's going on? Hello. You there? Hey. What's going on? Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that at all. What was I supposed to hear? Is this a farcical call? I'm pounding on the table. Oh. <laughs> Just like you do. There you go. There you go. Thank hey, you. Hey, there's a... <laughs> Bowling alley for sale on State Street there. Is uh, Cliff and Lisa and Patrick going to buy that? <laughs> I think I saw your post today or someone texted me that. Um, that's been for sale for a long time. You're talking about Playmore Lanes? Yeah. What's the going price? Anyone know? They can make money off that. <laughs> yeah, bowling. Tournaments and everything. And someone asked me today if Seaway Lanes was still open. And I told them it was. And which is kind of a surprise because bowling is not what it used to be. Okay, so you're saying we should, you know, you're being facetious, of course. We should we should own a bowling alley, the city, now that we're going into the golf business. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Not a bad plan. Are you a good bowler, by the way? Not really. No, neither am I. I get blisters all the I time. I just thought I'd put that out there. I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, should we buy a bowling alley? Who knows? You're on the air. What's going on, Tim, Tim the Enchanter, a.k.a. Blind Guy. He's left the uh, sanction or something. He hasn't, he no, no one's sanctioned. Jeepers creepers. Huh? No one. No one's sanctioned. And by the way, for the record, I just found out through, you know, this whole thing about who's banned and who's not. Um, PJ can call up Jeff, uh, Jeff uh, Smith's show anytime he wants. And call up oh, Jeff. Okay. So I was mistaken. People are like, is Glenn lying? Is Glenn, is Glenn not telling the truth? It's like, quite honestly, the communication in this building is, is pathetic. And maybe it's my fault that I didn't know this. But, uh, yes, P.J. Sameo can call in uh, the, uh, the, the days when Jeff Smith is here all, at any given time. And here's another thing. Middle Class Mike, if you're listening, even despite the fact that you were banned, and Jeff, uh, Jim Levin doesn't seem to remember that, uh, you're okay to call in as well. So there you go. Oh, good. I yeah. didn't know uh, if that sanction last of a lifetime. No, 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 no. We're pretty easy around. Right? Yeah. Well, I hope he does call in if he is listening. Uh, yeah. No, he uh, might, middle class Mike was good. I know we had a, some type of issue with Jeff. I don't know why, but whatever. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, Jeff poked a bear and the bear got mad. That's exactly. And that's what's happening. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, uh, lighthearted Friday, right? Yeah. Lighthearted is right. Yeah, well, I feel sorry for that lady for one. She sounds pretty intelligent, but the the thing is, is I think she's spinning her wheels on something that I don't think she's going to be successful. And 
I, I don't think really anybody's going to be able to help her. In the police well, here, here's a com- here's a comment from somebody, and um, and this this is this is what someone said. Um, it, so if you have a complaint with the police department, you should go to the police department and talk to the supervisor. Not a radio show, but I'm glad. By the way, for the record, I'm glad she called the radio show. Well, well, I think I think she did go, but she's not. Getting she's not getting the answers, and yeah, uh, yeah, and more I mean, importantly. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, here's the other thing. I don't know why she can't name the person. It seems like she won't pull the trigger on saying who it is and this and that. Maybe it's scared of a lawsuit herself. I don't well, know. Well, maybe it's maybe it's PJ. No, I was kidding. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but here, anyhow, I want to, you know, since it's uh, like uh, uh, Friday the 13th, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard two black cats talking Yeah. this morning, yeah. you know? Yeah. One black male, one black female. Yeah. And the black, the black female says, "Honey, I just want to tell you that I'm pregnant." He said, "Pregnant." The black female says to her, "I thought you were on the pill." She goes, yeah, "Well, I was on the pill, but that's for fleas." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Glenn. You never get my joke. <laughs> I, I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! First of all, when you say, "Well, one black cat goes to the other black," I'm like, "Oh boy." Going oh, with this, oh, yeah, where yeah, are we yeah, going yeah. with this joke? I'm hey, looking at the. Cut him uh, off! Cut him off! Here's a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> lawsuit, a lot worse than that. Holy mackerel! Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's being yanked worried. off the air for I good. All right, I'm thank you, my friend. Yes, yeah, you too. That's uh, Tim. You're on the air. Glenn, you do a lot of traveling around in the North Country, and I think you're seeing probably the same thing that I've been seeing. Uh, in the last, oh, I don't know, a couple of years or so, and that is an increase, a big increase, in the number of pedestrians who are crossing our streets and roadways and highways in a real unsafe manner. They're not crossing at crosswalks, designated crosswalks. If they are crossing at designated crosswalks, they're not looking both ways. They got their hoodies up. They're listening to their their phone or some other uh, device. Right. And they're not in tune with what's going on around them. Right. And I see it more and more all the time, and I'm sure you do. And, I do. And the statistics are showing that more and more pedestrians are being struck, injured, and killed uh, by vehicles right. uh, all over the U.S. True. And uh, I, I really have seen a very big increase. Okay, I've so, been driving for a lot of years yeah. and, and I, in all different types of environments and stuff, and I've seen a dramatic increase right. in the number of pedestrians crossing in an unsafe fashion, unsafe manner. And the other thing is in the wintertime now with sidewalks not being shoveled, mm-hmm. and that's another whole uh, can of worms. I'm not going to go into that now. Right. So it causes people to have to, it causes pedestrians to have to walk in the street where there's a designated sidewalk, but the sidewalk's filled with snow. So they walk in the street, but they walk with their back to the oncoming traffic. They don't, they don't walk into the traffic so they can see what's coming at them like we were taught when we were kids. You always walk into the flow of traffic, right? Not right. The flow of traffic. Right. True. So they can't see what's coming up behind them. They've got their hoodies on. They're wearing black. <laughs> it's a very unsafe situation out there these days for yeah. pedestrians. And I don't know uh, how anybody can cross a busy street or a highway right. and not be looking both ways mm-hmm. all the time. They're walking across. Uh, what are you saying? Well, Same? okay. I, I well, first of all, you're 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 in the age group of responsible people. 
you're in the age group of I want to get to this point in my life at your age because I looked both ways. And you're also in the age group that says it's just just a totally irresponsible not to take care of your where you're walking when you're walking in a busy street with cars that weigh over 2,000 pounds. That's our world. That's your world. That's my world. That world, not entirely, not entirely, my friend, but that world has gone bye-bye with respect, the lack of respect, the lack of intelligence. Uh, in, in most cases, I, I, I get it. Some people don't want to walk on the sidewalk if it's icy. But in the middle of the summer, I see someone walking in the middle of the street listening with their earbuds and a dark shirt. And in many cases, they might be dark, in, you know, whatever, and you can't see them. And then you beep them or you just try to get around them, and they still give you an attitude. That's the world that you didn't live in growing up. That's the world that's happening today, and there's no fixing it. It only gets worse. I'm sorry to tell you that. That's the way it is. That's a, that's a sad commentary. It, of course it is, and it's only the, t- the tip of the iceberg. Look who we're talking about. How, do you think that people would, you know, would, would break a $1,000 mirror just for the hell of it or, or not pay their rent because Cuomo said two years ago you didn't have to? Do you think that would have happened back in your day? And if it did, that person would have been shamed by the rest of the people within the community. That just doesn't happen anymore. The meek are winning only because we're feeling sorry for them. White guilt is destroying America because we feel like, oh, we owe them so much. And then yet you see the crime in urban America. You see looting in drugstores. Nobody says anything. And no one from that community steps up and says, hey, stop this. No, you can't do that. can't do it. So your world and our world is gone. It's not coming back. I hate to be really negative today on a Friday, and a light-headed Friday. And, 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 the, and the driver, we've got to be so much more careful sure. of these irresponsible pedestrians sure. wearing black, wearing earbuds, wearing hoodies, sure. crossing in undesignated areas. Uh, right. across, they'll, they'll cross Arsenal Street while they're on their phone right. in, in five lanes of traffic right. uh, and not at, a, not at a designated crosswalk. And I, I'm amazed when I see them step right out without looking. And these are the I same, say, these are the same how people. Can they, how can they be so brave yeah. to step out with, you know, the, the yeah. approach speed? Because they're stupid. The cars are going 40 miles an hour they don't one care. way and 40 the other way. That's approach speed, relative right. approach speed yeah. of 80 miles an hour. Right, right, and they're right. walking out without looking. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get either extremely ignorant or uh, very brave. Yeah, no, it's not brave. They're just stupid. That's all there is to it. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. You make you make a good point. Thank you very much. You're on the air. Hi, Glenn. Uh, just your opinion on the golf thing. Don't you think uh, maybe Judge, Judge McCluskey should step aside from the decision, being that he's a city resident? Uh, no, I mean I don't know the legalities of that, but I, I thought you were going to say because he's he's got a membership at the park and he knows Mike and uh, PJ personally. I I don't know. I I, don't, I think well, if anything, too. yeah, I, I think it's better to have someone inside, uh, you know, to, in my personal opinion, uh, in the community that can make a decision on this. But I don't I don't know what's right or wrong on that. McCluskey's he seems to be the right guy. I hope I was hoping you'd have an answer today, but we're probably not going to get it till the federal holiday Monday, so we won't get it till Tuesday or, or next week at some time. So we're waiting. Hey, just to, another thing on the side, just to let you know, we're gonna we should get the award for listening from the far. This we're sitting at our balcony down in St. Martin in the Caribbean, listening to your. Isn't show. that some? I was in St. Martin. My first honeymoon, I went to St. Martin. You know, and uh, beautiful right. place right next to the uh, little Divi uh, hotel there uh, on the Dutch side. We're beautiful. Right, 
right at the end of the runway by the airport. It, oh, wow. That's great because when the planes go by, you could practically touch them there. That's a short runway. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. When they take off, they blow the people back. They blow the, the people. I'm waiting for someone to get blown right into the to – the, yeah, that, catch that on camera. That will go viral. Listen to me today. Listen to me. I'm, I'm going crazy. Okay. Just, uh, thank you. We enjoy listening to the show. And, and have fun down there in St. Martin. Okay, thank you. Awesome. That's awesome. St. Martin's, right across from St. Bart's. Yeah, that brings back memories. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Um, so, Trina, when she was talking, yeah, you know, about what's going on with all these, you know, not paying the rent and the damages and there's nothing going to be done and the stealing, well, like you said, welcome to a blue state. But I like her style. I like how she's going to city council and right. she's going to the radio um, the reason why people go to the radio um, is because the radio station gets things done. There you go. Been yeah, we get a lot of done here. Lot of <laughs> that, <laughs> boom, it, things get changed. Things happen. Right, you right. See that? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, the, the media is a powerful thing. And even if you go in, once you go to city council, it becomes public, and then it makes the news. Right. But, Right. It's very good that she's calling into the show mm-hmm. and voicing her. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. It's just so much I could do, though, and you know, and 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 I, I, I sometimes I'm I'm thinking that she's spending good. She's a, in, in, has good intentions, but it's good money uh, throwing it bad. But whatever, that's my opinion. But thanks. Right. To, I yeah. understand that, and yeah. you know what? That's what's going to happen if you. I, I understand why the rents are going way up. It is because it's attracting people. Who can actually pay it? And usually, when you're making more money like that, sure. you're not. Well, you're also part of the United States that, Army. You're respectful, yeah. and you're held accountable. Listen, if you're in the Fort Trump and you do you slip up, you know, yeah, you can get you know our local municipalities to throw the book at you, but you don't want to do that when you're in the Army. And that's the pledge you make when you go there. It's not always the case. We've had some, uh, you know, anywhere you go in America, not everyone's going to be a choir boy. I don't care if it's Harvard University. You're going to get some bad apples. But 99% of our Fort Trump community, they are respectful men and women that, that, that are, respect their responsibility as tenants. And why would you avoid that marketplace amongst no, would, others, would, like the professionals? I would say that. Um, have you ever seen Watertown on a Friday and Saturday night? Yeah, of course. What, are you kidding? Okay, who's who's the people running around driving their cars drunk mostly? What, what, are you are you going to partying and getting fights and getting the cops involved and all that? You, you're going to say Fort after all of that? You're going to say Fort Drum? Listen, that's what goes on. Listen, I'm from Watertown. Right, so am I. All right, there's a lot of problems caused by these soldiers, and ah. I don't know. It's not. Listen, I, I'm, I'm in a bedroom myself, so I, I mean, no, I know. I, I'm not coming down. Yeah, I get it. And sometimes alcohol with a 22-year-old, you know, away from school, it's kind of like college. I get that. But for the most part, Donnie, when it comes down to dollars and cents, they, they, they're they they're very remar- a remarkable part of our community, and that's why landlords love them. It's yeah, because it's the government tip that they're well, getting their money from, hey. like most people get. Yeah. You know, it's either most that or we look like Messina. What kind of, what can I tell you? come from the government tip. Would you agree? But, well, you've got to work for it. You, that's anybody that's an elected official. That's anybody in the sure. school system. That's anybody. That's, that's government, yeah. Goes, that's why we're, we're, we're more socialist than we actually admit to. You're absolutely right. You're right. You're right. But that doesn't make us bad for working for the government. It's still a job. All work is good, Donnie. Donnie, i got to go because it's the end of the show, but, but have a good weekend. All right. Have a good weekend. Right, I'll talk to you. No, Fort Trump is awesome. You're on the air. Yeah, hello. I, uh, I know we're short on time. What do you mean? He, Irresponsible pedestrians 
I just called yesterday about irresponsible drivers. Yeah, true. And once you talk about people who wear hoodies, I wear a hoodie. It's more for comfort than it is for style. There, everybody that wears hoodies is bad, and the pedestrians and the bad nah, guys. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You just gotta you, look. If you're gonna walk in the middle of the street with earbuds and a hoodie and not pay attention to traffic, you're being irresponsible. That's all we were saying. We weren't downgrading everyone that wears a hoodie. Come on, stop it. Uh, okay. All right. But if you're crossing the street when you got the right of way and the driver beeps his horn and gives you the finger, that ain't right either. You're right. I'm I'm with you, my friend. I'm sorry that happened to you. I, but that's a good story. I'm sorry that happened to you. But thank you. Uh, okay. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. So I, I was work, real quick. Last story of the day. I was working for Brooklyn Union Gas Company, and this one guy. He was uh, he was Italian. His name was Mario, from from Italy. Could barely read. <clears throat> and I'm not putting the man down, but he was just, he was a rags, the richest story, you know, whatever. And uh, <clears throat> he would go up to this other guy who was an African-American. <clears throat> His name was Willie, a Vietnam vet. And he says, so what happens when, uh, you know, the, the, he was complaining that someone didn't file one of the pipes. They didn't use a fight, and he cut his finger. What happens when, when you cut your finger because your bee mechanic does, does, doesn't take care of it, didn't file it down? What do you do then? What, what happens when you cut your finger? And Willie, the tall guy, says, you, you put a Band-Aid on it, Mario. You put a friggin' Band-Aid on it. That's what you do. I'll never forget that because he kept on complaining about how he had to cut his finger. And look at me. Look at my finger. I got a big ba ba ba. But, you know, Willie just put him in his place. There's a guy I'll never, ever forget for as long as I live. Willie. He was something. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, of course, is CBS News. It's still snowing out, I believe. It's cold. It's slick, safe driving. And uh, we will see you on Monday on the hotline. News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance.